learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome to season two of She Leads Podcast, leadership empowerment for women of color. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Shay Richberg. Shay Richberg is a best-selling author, parenting expert, thought leader, consultant, and co-founder and CEO of FamilyCon, the largest conference and expo for families. She's also a highly sought-after speaker and trainer. Shay has worked with Fortune 500 companies and top educational institutions such as Microsoft, Home Depot, Warner Brother Films, Subaru, The Gap, Babies R Us, Rutgers University, Lionsgate Films, and various nonprofits. Shay has a desire to help the future of families help make the best decisions to balance family lifestyles. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Shay Richberg. Shay, I read your bio and I love your desire to help the future of families by making the best decisions to balance family lifestyles. So kudos to you for that. Thank you. All right. So Shay, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to be a guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. I really appreciate this. I've listened to your podcast before and you have exceptional women on here. So I am so grateful to be on here today. (laughs) You're welcome. Yes. So consider yourself exceptional. Awesome. So now let's talk about leadership. I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree, Shay? I do. I completely do. 100%. Everybody is a leader within themselves. Okay. So can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you come to this realization? Sure. I remember there was one event. I was a keynote speaker at, it was a family expo taking place. And I spoke that day about the effects of GMOs, which are found in in our foods, some foods, and how they affect the cognitive development in children. And when I was finished giving my speech and I walked off the stage, there were literally about five to 10 people who walked up to me and they told me how much my speech influenced them into knowing the truth of what's going on within their household as far as how their child's development they felt was not on the right path or how they felt their child was being affected by what I was speaking on. And it really hit me that I am a leader and I am an influencer and that what I was speaking on was my path and what I was put here to do. So in that instant, in seeing the reactions and to see how I help people and their families instantaneously helped me go forth in knowing the fact that, yes, I am a leader. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. That is great. And that's funny because you were already a keynote speaker and on stage, but yet it took afterward for the other people to come to you to actually spark that epiphany. 
Yes, it did. Uh, it's funny because as you speak to a large crowd and you don't always see their facial response or really get the one-on-one uh, responses from people, but having people come up to me and verbally tell me what you said really affected me or impacted me or I agree with you or it helped me, just it really transcends to another person and you really feel the impact. So it is amazing in the irony of it. You're right. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. That's awesome. No problem. Okay. So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Shay, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? Sure. My code of leadership is knowing your truth. A leader knows one's truth, and my truth may not be your truth or anyone else's truth, but it's my truth, and it is what guides me into my day-to-day life, and it's what guides me to become a leader and an authority figure and to help others learn about this truth. And in society, we are bred to follow with what others have told us. And to second guess our own truth, some people call it that little voice in our head, but my truth is my code of leadership because I follow that truth and I command that truth when I actually speak to people, be it a big speech or if it's just you and I speaking now. So my code of leadership really is knowing my truth and being faithful to my truth and never wavering my truth because this truth I know impacts others in a positive way. And so that, for me, is my code of leadership, is being honest with myself and my truth and helping others through that message. Okay. Thanks for that. So when I heard that your truth, I guess, in terms that I can understand would be your values or your why or your purpose for your life. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you. Yes, I like that. Okay. So I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, take more of an optimistic view. But Shay, can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? Sure. Failure to me is when you may not have attained your goal on the path that you try to attain that goal. So an example of when I had failure... Many, many, many years back, I owned a cleaning company. I was working on my master's and I owned a cleaning company. And the cleaning company came to a halt. It was around 2008 or nine when the economy crashed. And the company failed. All my clients pulled back. And I was left, you know, with almost no clients. And there was no money pretty much coming in. And I felt like a complete failure. But I know in life, I've learned that it wasn't necessarily a failure. It was just God telling me I was not on the right path. I was not doing what I should have been doing at that moment. And I know in having a cleaning company, it was fine at that moment, but it was not my passion. Nicole, and I had to get on a new path. I had to find my truth in a different light entrance in that in a different way. And so I know once I found my passion and then my leadership formed and then I can go and transcend onto the world, that's when the success really came. And so I really took that failure. And as you said earlier, I turned that into a learning process 
actually. So I continued to grow, but I did take that failure and that example of failure, and I changed my perspective, and I grew from that. So that was a big failure, but I did, I learned from that, and I grew. I really did. And that's what so many entrepreneurs need to remember, that it may look like failure at the moment, but it's just a lesson. And to take that lesson and then run, <laughs> take what you learn and mm-hmm. go. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's my take on failure. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yes, I totally agree. I started several different businesses in the past that didn't go the way I wanted them to go, you know, and I guess I could have took two different routes. I could have figured being an entrepreneur wasn't for me, being that I've started these businesses and they weren't successful. Or like what I ended up doing was realizing like this calling to be an entrepreneur isn't going anywhere. So just because those businesses didn't work doesn't mean that I'm not supposed to be an entrepreneur. Obviously, my efforts are supposed to go into something else. Right, exactly. There you go. (laughs) Thanks for that. Okay. No problem. So Shay, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why? Well, I definitely feel it is harder. And I can tell you from my perspective, it is so hard because I am balancing as an entrepreneur a business and I'm balancing my family. I have my husband and two young sons and I homeschool one of my children currently. So I have to really balance my workload as an entrepreneur in homeschooling my son, taking care of my family, and then jumping into the entrepreneurial role where I have to be more stern and I have to be a bit more pushy when I feel at times I'm not taken as seriously because I'm a female. I actually own a business called FamilyCon, which is a huge family convention and expo. And I have a team that delegates all different tasks for me. But at times when I have to sit down with other CEOs or heads of huge companies, I have to be a bit more abrasive in my tasks and my needs from these people because I believe they feel that because I'm a female, they can actually take advantage of what my company can offer to their company. So I feel as though being a female is hard in two tiers because of the personal balance with my family life and my business life. And then when it comes to just pure entrepreneurship, I do feel I have to be stern and pushier to be taken seriously. And I don't like to be like that. I am so full of love and dealing with families and kids. I'm so soft, but I am pushed to actually being a bit harder in the business world because I'm a female. I feel as though entrepreneurs, you always assume in certain aspects, there'll be a man behind certain companies. Uh, It'll be someone of a certain age. And if you see a younger female as myself behind FamilyCon, I feel most of the time people think that they don't have to offer my company the same as they would another company or uh, deadlines aren't met 
as always. So I therefore have to be just very forthright with everyone in business. And I do feel 100% it's because I'm a female. And we do have to push forward so much harder in demanding the respect that we have earned and need. And so it's harder, but we can do it. (laughs) Uh, It shouldn't be harder, but as women, we can multitask. That's what's so fascinating about us as women. But I would... 100% like for everyone to know it is a task that is harder as a female, but we can rise and push through it. So there you go. (laughs) Thanks for that. Yes, I like that perspective. And you said something that I'm not sure if I heard any of the other, or maybe you just said it in a different way from some of my other episodes is that you have to separate yourself as far as being the nurturing, motherly, you know, being the the female and our female characteristics, but you have to separate those sometimes to be taken more seriously. So that was a whole other level. And I totally agree on that. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thanks for that. Okay. No problem. All right. So productivity is a hot topic right now, as it Mm -hmm. should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Shay, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? I do. Okay, so productivity is a hot topic, Nicole. You're completely correct on that. And my advice for the listeners would be your time management is so key in life, in personal life and in business. And so what I do is in the beginning of my days, I actually set my top goals for the day. I actually set three top realistic goals for my day. And what I do is I actually batch my time. And so I really delegate a certain time out of the day for this one goal, a certain time of the day for my second goal and the third goal. And I really try to attain those goals. And I notice that my productivity really flows for the day. I have to stay very clear-minded and know exactly what I want to accomplish, Nicole, and then I get it done. I feel as though sometimes in life we don't know what we really want to accomplish <laughs> every day. We, we mm-hmm. do, and it's a little fluffy, but it's a little lax. And mm-hmm. if we really set ourselves accountable for what we want to accomplish, and again, in realistic time frame, we can do it. And little by little, those goals that we accomplish every day grow into bigger goals and bigger accomplishments. So that productivity is, you really have to pace yourself. And I I would really say is to set those goals daily, realistically, and to just go for it and get them done. And they will mount and they will produce something even larger. So that's my little tip. (laughs) Thanks for that. Yes, I like that. And that seems to be what's echoed time and time again, those big top, top three goals and time blocks. Those time blocks are very important. Thanks for that. Okay. Shay, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned? Sure. An experience that has blessed my leadership. It was another uh, speaking event. I spoke. I was not the keynote there. I was on a panel and the panel discussion was over. And there was a regional manager from Babies R Us, and he heard my opinions on the future of parenting. And he, within that moment, asked me, would I become a consultant for Babies R Us in conducting workshops at different locations? And so my leadership, again, transcended to this man, this gentleman, and he 
heard my authority and how my delivery touched a lot of people in the audience. And he instantaneously came over and asked or offered that opportunity to me. And then the process began of me sitting down with various heads and getting to that point of being a consultant with this company that I'm so sad to see go today. But it was an example of how I was blessed in my leadership. And again, going back to what we were talking about, the code of leadership, when I speak to people, I just talk about my truth and being honest with myself and honest with the world. And then I was blessed. The blessing came. And it's so important in being yourself and that truthfulness and being a leader that the doors will continually open for you. But I just remember that really was the pinnacle of my excitement at that time in my life, going from giving speeches to then consulting with Babies R Us. That door opened. It was a complete blessing from my acknowledgement on being a leader. And I just love to share that story with people because that's exactly what happened. And I was so humble for it. So there you go. I like that. Yes. And I could, <laughs> I can totally relate. I recall one time I was at a workshop and I'm just talking, I think it was about coaching. It was actually a coaching workshop. And I'm just talking about how I had to learn how to focus in and hone in on my truth. Just like you said, your truth, like how I was trying to figure out my path and how I honed in and honed down. And I'm just like having a conversation, a part of the class. And it was an older lady there who was kind of in the transition I had just come out of, of figuring out what she wanted to do. And then she was like, oh, wow, you just helped me so much. And I'm like, huh? I helped you. Like wow. <laughs> I was just having a conversation, you know? Right. So you, yeah, when you're in your truth and this is who you are and you're speaking from your passion, you'll be surprised who you help or how people are blessed and how it's a blessing to you to know that you are a blessing to others. So I can definitely relate. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that awesome. is awesome. It's an awesome story. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so Shay, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and how you've implemented it into your life? Okay, I can. The best advice from a leader that I have ever received was from my grandmother as a child. <laughs> Piggyback to what you said earlier that there are leaders within all of us and I completely agree with that. My grandmother taught me when I was younger that you have to have a certain mindset to be strong within yourself and influence others. And she always taught me that whatever I believed in to stand strong and don't ever let my faith or my beliefs waver. And so the best advice she gave me was in those words. And she has taught me to be mentally resilient in what I know is right for myself and for others. As a leader, you'll find that not everyone will agree with you, not everyone will like you, <laughs> but you have to stand resilient and know that what you're doing, what you're being blessed to help others with will help them. And so her words has helped me just to a higher power in knowing that everything will be okay. My leadership, I know that 100% I'm doing this to help others and others actually connect with me and they believe me and they follow me in my truth. And they see right before their eyes the things that I say or at FamilyCon, the products that we have out there really does change and impact lives. 
And so my grandmother, Sarah Hargrove, was the most impactful leader that I have ever spoken to. And so at the end of the day, being a leader has nothing to do with how much money is in your pockets or how many people you reach. It's about that truth and that wisdom she gave me. And I carry that with me as I speak to families or as my team goes out to these companies and we want the companies with the right products that will help these families. So that is the leader that has impacted me. And I can only hope and humbly pray that I can impact others in the wisdom that she gave me. So that's awesome. There you go. I, I love grandmother stories. Grandmothers are great. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Everyone should be blessed with, you know, that that wise grandmother that, you know, they pass down that wisdom to you. Obviously, grandparents pass down lots of things, but ooh, that wisdom and mine passed down that leadership to me. It was wonderful. And she was one of, she actually had seven kids and she was a leader and she, she kept my family. We are very strong minded people. And that's all that in my background has helped me too in becoming a leader. So it it goes back to grandma. It does. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, thanks for grandma. And I do love that and uh, agree with you as far as being strong mentally. That is mm-hmm. definitely, definitely a requirement for a leader. And it's mm-hmm. something that, you know, even if you don't initially have it, you can work toward it and keep working toward it. So it is exactly. attainable. Yep. Yes. Okay. All right. So you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> I feel wonderful. This interview really helped me to Nicole because in hearing, I don't, I don't get to hear myself daily uh, speak on what I attain for the world, what I, how I'd like to help. I'm just one little person um, working together with so many people to try to help so many people and just, you know, hearing my mindset and what I'm trying to do and staying focused and my productivity has helped me you know, and speaking with you, I just have to remind myself to keep going. And so making it to the finish line, it feels great. You know, I love what I do in life. FamilyCon has thousands of people who come to this event. We focus on the future of families and helping bridging the gap between families that have products or services and bringing them directly to families because we live in a society where everything is changing and things uh, revolving around health and education uh, and even entertainment changes every day, Nicole. And me being on the forefront of that feels great. And talking about it with you, it feels great. That's (laughs) awesome. Thank you. Yes. And I love what you're doing. So that is great. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So I want to thank you again for being my guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and ventures that they would benefit from knowing about? Yes. If anyone would like to contact me for uh, any one-on-one coaching, I do still do that. And you can reach me at srichberg at lionmommy.com. And also, I'd like all of the listeners to look out for FamilyCon 2019 that will be coming out. It's our annual event. FamilyCon is here for the families, for the moms. It's for you guys. So if you are in the Northeastern region, please come out to that. And I'll be working on a book coming out in late 2019. And I, I look forward to working with all of the fellow entrepreneurs and moms out there. Thank you so much, Nicole.
No problem. Thank you. I really enjoyed this interview with Shay. I love Shay's ability to live in and own her truth. According to Shay, our truth guides us in our day-to-day lives, and we are here to help others learn about our truth. When we live in our truth, we truly accept ourselves for who we are, and we are not confined by the expectations and definitions other people want to place upon us. Successful leaders mold themselves and do not let the world define their existence. I admire Shay's ability to balance her workload of maintaining her household, homeschooling her child, and running her business by effectively managing the time she has been given. As women, we are blessed with many different responsibilities, and being able to balance everything is essential. Shay's advice for time management is to batch our time and ensure we are specifying the most important things we need to handle. In a world where there never seems to be enough hours in the day, time management is needed to thrive. I can relate to Shay's confirmation of being on the right path when individuals let her know she helped their lives as I have experienced and feel the same with She Leads Podcast. In creating She Leads Podcast, I moved into uncharted territory for myself. I was not sure if this idea was going to work or not. As I continued on my path, both the women of She Leads Podcast and the listeners have let me know how awesome and impactful this platform is, which has been an eye-opener for me in realizing I have finally discovered one of my callings. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Shay mentioned the importance of understanding our talents, understanding that our talents will make space for us, and solidified this concept with the story of how she was chosen to be a consultant for Babies R Us by someone overhearing a discussion she was engaged in. As Shay proclaimed, in being a leader and living your truth, doors will continually open for you. My takeaway for this week is to accept my truth and continue to walk in it, understanding that what is for me will make its way into my life as a direct result of the way I live. A quote by Carmel Ravikant reads, now I know what success is. Living your truth, sharing it. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. We wanna hear from you. We would love to know your thoughts about leadership empowerment with Shay Richburg. What did you learn? What did you agree with? What did you like? Or you can tell us what you did not like, what you do not agree with, or what you think should be changed. Go to Facebook at She Leads Podcast and let us know. Respondents will be entered into a random drawing for a Genius is Common t-shirt. Thanks. And until next time, be empowered and empower on.